Okie dokie. Here we are. So, today's video is going to be about the female body um, in conjunction to the man's, as well as different sounds and how they reverberate throughout the body and what that means for us as people. Um, so I want to start off, first of all, talking about some wisdom that I learned from a lady on YouTube. Her name is Lara Duncheva. I apologize if I'm saying your name incorrectly. But she talked about how the male and female body, they kind of almost work in tandem together. And it's a long video, but it's very interesting. Um, I don't have a link right now, but if I find it, which I think should be easy, I'll put it down in the description box if for anybody who's interested. But um, I basically did a little drawing, and I know that it's going to kind of be awkward for people who are listening on the podcast. But I'll do my best to describe it, so I'll show you really quickly what it looks like. Okay, so for those who are watching, I basically just did a giant diagram of the difference between the men and the women's bodies, how a woman's body is curvy and soft, a man's body is linear and hard, and I drew different polarities the whole way down the body, as you can see. And I'm not going to hold this up the entire time because obviously that's going to hurt. And again, we have to keep in mind those who are listening to the podcast aren't going to be able to see it. So, let me put this right back. Okay, now, let's get into it. Um, I wrote down, again, you guys know how I keep my notes. I wrote down, from the neck to the genitalia, men and women are inverse, in a, in a way. Or, I guess you can also say just uh, compatible. You can actually go above the head and just talk about the essence of the hair. There's a biblical term talking about how shaving a woman's hair, her hair is her glory, and how come it should be long as compared to a man's. And there have been studies, sorry, just a slight tangent. There have been studies that men actually prefer women with long hair to short hair if they had to choose. So, I'm not be talking about the hair bit unless we have enough time for it. But going back from just the neck down, women actually have an Adam's apple as well. It's just that ours is not as noticeable. So you kind of have to swell and kind of feel for that if you're looking for it. <laughs> Sorry, I like to do that and try to find it because I read it from a book on how to sing and how to speak publicly. But yeah. So that's a little fun fact. A man's actually protrudes more so. And I take that as when he speaks, he loves to speak. Very, And here's the ironic part. Men don't really like to speak in comparison to women. Women are more likely to be chatty Cathy's, as the saying goes. But when a man does speak, there is power and it commands attention and respect in comparison to a woman's voice. Not because women don't have the same thing. It's just that it is valued um, more so than a woman's voice in that a woman can talk all day. But if when a man finally does speak and say something, especially if they're the strong and silent type, you know it means something because they felt it was important enough to talk about. So it's not about being better or worse. It's just about uh, just... What is it called? Value. So if you're talking all day, your word doesn't mean as much as if you don't talk and then you, you take that very sparingly. Okay. Let's see. 
So that's just one example. I'm, I'm going to go down the list of the different body parts, but it just goes to show that wherever the body itself is pushing outward, or where it's just very out, kind of like a man's Adam's apple, that is a giving energy, otherwise known as masculine energy. So this is what uh, we're talking about. Your body itself tells the story of both masculine and feminine energy in its own way. So like likewise, on the other end of the spectrum, where the body pulls in or is more inwardly, that is the body in its receiving energy, otherwise known as feminine energy. So, we've already talked about the Adam's apple. The Adam's apple sticks out and it makes the woman um, kind of value the voice a bit more. And uh, for the women and to the man, the next uh, one is the chest. So, compared to men, our women, uh, women's chest, mine included, <laughs> um, ours is a giving energy. That's where our masculine energy is, in our emotional center, in our nurturing center. I think I prefer that one the most because our chest is where we are nurtured. When we hold little babies, they rest on our chests. And when we feel hurt and sad, we feel it in our chest. That's what we say very often. Whereas for the man, his is inward, meaning, and this is a bit unfortunate if this is what you're looking for in a man. Uh, and I could be biased. Well, actually, no, I am biased. <laughs> on average, this is for the body of a man. He's not going to be very emotional. But I think it's a good thing, because if he's not emotional, when you're kind of flipping out and wigging out, that means that he's going to be there for you when he can't be, if that makes sense. Like, he might not be there for you emotionally, but he, he will keep your secrets. He will keep your feelings safe and under control, so to speak, because he doesn't really have them the same way. So for him, it's like, oh my God, like, the same way a woman treasures... Or I'll say on average, the same way that we treasure a man's vocals, his his speaking, society on average treasures the the emotions of a woman because they may be crazy, but they are very accurate at times. Um, what they call women's intuition. I'm not saying it's foolproof, but that's just on average. Next is kind of the upper abdomen area. I know this is this is where it gets a little tricky here for me. Um, the man's abdomen is more likely to be protruding if you think of a beer belly, and the weight kind of goes to that to that part of his body. Um, even if he, you see some big guys who have small limbs but big guts, basically. Um, I have a similar body type. My body weight tends to gather more towards the middle because I have what's called a boyish figure. Now, if I had a more stereotypically feminine figure, my weight would most likely go somewhere else. Uh, towards my thighs and my um, butt area and kind of keep the waist slimmer. That's a stereotypical female figure, which again, that's kind of what we're going off of right now. So she's more likely to have a smaller... Um, upper abdomen area it's kind of sucked in I don't know what that stands for I mean I don't do the chakra system per se but um, personally but you can kind of guess and figure that one out and then next below that is the lower abdomen which for women even if she's pretty slim that's more likely to protrude outside of her body whereas for a minute it's more likely to go inward and that is because that's where the uterus is for the woman and so if she gets ready to uh, have a baby she gains weight in her uterus area first so, 
that is kind of what the male-female part is. Sorry, for a second, I, I, I saw something on the screen, so I'm like trying to make sure I'm not going crazy, you know? Anyways, the last but not least is the genitalia, which is pretty obvious. The male genitalia sticks out, whereas the female in, uh, genitalia is inverted. And that is because a man wants to give of his own sexual nature and drive to a woman, or to, any, to anything feminine. It doesn't have to necessarily be a woman if he doesn't have a female around just yet. Um, but since we're talking body to body, yes, it does um, chase after the woman more so than the woman is more likely to chase after his. Just on average. Again, we're using the very stereotypical, very linear, classic femininity and classic masculinity. So, that's just a little something that you can kind of ponder on. I think it's really cool to notice that the body itself is like its own little map, if you will. There is a saying in the Bible that says how God created the body, and I forgot what he says, like your body is a story or something, but when you translate it literally from the Greek, it means your body is a poem. So, <sighs> the bodies of human beings are just very poetic, as I would think. So, yeah. Um, now we're going into something that is a little bit more my uh, learnedness, if you will. This is something I came to a conclusion to on my own. Perhaps someone out there has already talked about this and figured this out. If not, um, hopefully you enjoy what I'm about to share. Um, basically, uh, we have what's called head voice when we're singing. We have chest voice. My voice doesn't go as deep, so excuse me, but something like that. Um, of course, on average, women are more likely to be a soprano than a man, and men are more likely to be baritone than women are. Not that they can't do it, but that's just on average. And studies have shown that when a woman is interested in a guy, her voice goes higher, and when a man is uh, interested in a woman, he might try to make his voice go deeper. Ah, I can see it. What is that? Oh, it's a oh, it's a little hair. Anyways, I just picked pulled a little hair off of my computer, so that's why I'm a pick. That's what I'm picking at. Anyways, after after having learning that and learning from Lada's Lada's um. YouTube video. I don't know if it came directly after, but I started to think, well, why is it that women and men talk to each other that way? And I learned it's because of the rever reverberation. Rever I don't know if that's a word. It's going to be a word if I, if it's not. I like the word reverberation, so we're going to say that word. <laughs> um, re re reverberation? Maybe that sounds more real. I don't want to look it up. I want to be cool. Reverberation. Um, basically, when you see in your head voice, it's exactly where you expect it to be. Uh, when you speak in your chest or sing in your chest voice, uh, that's where you expect to feel it. Uh, so I thought, okay, well, kind of like crossing the wires here, why does it actually work for men and women to speak higher and lower to the opposite gender? And the point is, you men are thinkers. They stay in their head a lot. Women on average, um, at least stereotypically, are in our body center. So 
we we can we can go into our headspace and we do especially in this society that has masculinized masculinized a lot of women but the feminine energy itself is more so body centered so i thought okay so when we sing in the head voice or when we just you just really like a guy, and you kind of talk in that baby voice, and you're like, oh my goodness. They make fun of us, but they're more attracted to it because when you talk like that, oh my gosh, it goes to their head, and it makes them want to actually think about stuff. I don't like doing that, but, you know, it's like, oh, I really want to think of that. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Like, imagine talking to a guy like that. He's probably going to get all giddy inside, and he may or may not show it, but, mm. <laughs> The same way that we get when the guys speak in their deep voices. They just, whenever, when a man speaks in his deep voice, it first it hits us in the chest. And as I just said, the chest is where our emotions come from. So we are more likely to feel it in our emotional center. And that's going to remind us, oh my God, not only is that a man, he seems like a strong man who is going to... You know, kind of in the caveman days, he's going to be our protector because he's got that deep, scary voice that scares away all the animals and the other men in the tribe. So, um, yeah, it just basically causes us to be in our body. And it, when a man is in his head voice, he's thinking, and he's more likely going to pay attention to you. But when a woman is in her body, like, not only is she going to feel your voice, but she's also going to be a lot more interested and one thing that I want to point out is the sleepy voice is very attractive to women when they first talk to you in the morning because it's so deep. And I don't know, that's, <laughs> that's as best as I can do. So, yeah, um, again, there's going to be more talk on this, but this will be for whoever wants to watch it, but I mean, we can talk more in depth if you meet me at our meetup group. I won't say where, because I don't know who you are, but if you're at our meetup group, you know where to find us. So, talk to you later.